Red. It's awesome. Flash. Sure. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I am Congressman Cool Rick. This is Reddit Talks Clash. Joining me today, we got Sam and uh, Spencer, whose name still says Spencer Source, I see. Oh, someone changed it again. I can't stand you guys. <laughs> That's okay. That's just my new name. I'm keeping it. Today, what, what we're going to talk about is Spencer and I had the opportunity to travel to Finland last week to, to watch the, the Clash Worlds and uh, tool around in Wood City, the Supercell headquarters in Helsinki. Mm-hmm. Got to meet everyone, got to, got to talk to a lot of the devs, workers, and we want to talk to you guys today about everything that we're, uh, I'll say everything that we're allowed to say. Um, it's not going to be a whole lot about the update. I don't want to you know, clickbait you into this <laughs> one, but we did yeah. get to see... Um, pretty much uh, the next update almost in its entirety. Got to play with it a little bit. And uh, probably more importantly, we got to talk to a lot of the people involved in, in making it. And we just want to convey all the uh, all, all the amazing feelings we came back with about the future Clash in 2024. So I guess let's just get straight into it. Um, Spencer, when did you find out you were going? Yeah, so I was just sitting on my couch at 3 a.m. watching some Walking Dead. You and remember I got that in... very well. <laughs> oh, it's one of my top 10 memories now. And I, <laughs> I'm just sitting there, and I get a notification, an email from Supercell Events. I'm like, what could this be? And then turns out it was an invite to Finland, and I just started freaking out. I wanted to cry in the moment, but I was just too happy to even <laughs> happy cry, I feel like. I was, I was ecstatic. And then I found out Rick was coming, and I was just thrilled. I, I couldn't wait for it to come. What about you, Rick? Yeah, I was, um, I was on my 10th anniversary trip. I took a cruise with my wife back in, back in August. Woke up one morning and had about a billion messages uh, from you and everyone else. Uh, it was a little weird having to miss Thanksgiving. We got into Helsinki on a Wednesday. All right, um, tell everyone what happened that night. So I land, and I... I, I, had to, I have to rant somewhere, and I wait at the baggage, baggage claim for two hours. But uh, standing up, by the way, yeah, there's no seating. Anyway, I get to the hotel. I'm like, where's Rick? Turns out he doesn't come for another five or six hours. He's like one of the last ones to show up, so I'm waiting for Rick the whole night. But I, I get to chill with Ninja and stuff. And that first night, we, didn't, we just had dinner that first night, correct? Yeah, yeah, I don't think there were any events. It was just... Uh... Oh, I-, I was hoping there was some really exciting story coming, the way you just phrased that. Like, what happened <laughs> on Wednesday, Spencer? <laughs> well, just waiting at that baggage claim for two hours was rough. But I would do it again. Yeah, there was a huge, uh, a, a nice big dinner in the hotel lobby that they that they served us. We got to hang out, meet everyone. Um, I'd met most everyone last year, but uh, Spencer, it must have been pretty cool for you to go meet Meet all those people yeah, for the I, first time. Is there anyone, is there anyone you, you, you talked to that first night uh, who left? Yeah, the so I, I, was, I got to hang out with um, Clash Ninja and some of the other mods. I, I got to meet Kart. And the one and only Judo Sloth came up and shook my hand and introduced himself to me, which I thought was super cool. Have you washed your hands since? Uh, <laughs> yo, I'm not, a, I'm not gonna <laughs> fangirl over Judo Sloth, but yeah, it, it was pretty you, exciting. You like, did nothing but died. fangirl, like, all week. Oh my gosh, I was ecstatic the whole, oh my gosh, even when, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah, you were just, like, floating when I finally showed up. Yep. 
the day that I think most everyone's going to find the most interesting uh, is Thursday, the following day after we. Oh yeah. Uh, after we flew in, you know, got got settled in the hotel rooms, had had dinner, and caught up on a lot of sleep because it it was like twenty four hours of trip there. Gosh, yeah. Probably the thing that everyone's more interested in, uh, besides you know, like who who Spencer got to fanboy over. Uh, the next day, oh, we went to Wood City. Uh, the, the Supercell headquarters across the street. They took us mm-hmm. up to the top floor where they had a huge presentation set out and they showed us Town Hall 16 for the first time. So uh, I guess, yeah, Spencer, what was your reaction to seeing it all? Yeah, so sitting there before, um, I knew they were going to show us t- uh, Town Hall 16, but I'm thinking, ooh, this could really like set the mood for the trip if, if it's disappointing, you know? But overall... After that presentation, I think everyone in the room was just kind of blown away by everything in it. It was it was a real it was a real positive reaction. It was real fun. Oh yeah, it it, it was like a whole bunch of kids finding out what they're getting on Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> literally. All the excitement wasn't only about seeing Town Hall 16, which was awesome. We're really pumped about it. Mm-hmm. They they also kind of laid out the plan for the, for the rest of 2024. And it's just chock full of good stuff. And we'll get into as much of that mm-hmm. as we can. <laughs> I, know, I know this is going to be a real like tease of an episode. Oh, you know, everyone's <laughs> just waiting for you to slip. Everyone yeah. here, including me, is just waiting oh, I'm st- for you. <laughs> I, know, I know. I'm like, I'm so paranoid. You know, I was thinking, I was trying to think of ways I could like slip in hints that, you know, if you listen to yeah, this, you know, in, a- oh, after gosh, the release, yeah. you'd be like, oh yeah, like Rick told us stuff, but. It's also like, yeah, no, I, I really don't want to slip up. Yeah, can be cautious. Like real electric energy in the room when we learned about all the all the cool stuff that's coming for Town Hall 16. You know, all mm-hmm. the you know the defense changes, the offense changes, all the cool stuff we learned about. Hammer jams coming. It was uh, someone's asking if it was more impressive than the Town Hall reveal, um, or the Town Hall 14 reveal. Uh, no, no one was there for the 14 reveal, but uh, I can speak to. I know people were really excited for both. Um, being in the ring <laughs> versus 16, I think people were more excited for 16 just because, like, 14, people didn't hate 14, but people really, really disliked 15. So seeing the seeing yeah. how they're going to address the problems of Town Hall 15 with this future update, it was, you know, it's it's a lot of relief, and, so, and it's just, it, it's exciting to see the direction the, the, the game's going to go. Yeah, I agree. All right, anything else you want to add about, like, the Town Hall 16 presentation, I guess? Nothing that wouldn't get me in trouble, so no. They, they walked us through all 2024 of Clash. It's exci- it's It's got me excited. And then yeah. um, we also got to see the next Clash Royale, and uh, I don't really care about Clash Royale. But, you know, the thing that's most similar from last year to this year is the reactions between the Clash, the Clash Clans players and the Clash Royale players were... Um, most of the Clash Clans guys were super excited to see what's coming, and the Clash Clash Royale side was, eh, I don't know, tepid at best. Mm. And then, no yeah, comment. it was a big, we did, yeah, we, we had a lot of Q&A. We got to ask just a ton of questions and get all those answered. Probably one of my favorite parts of the whole week was the oh, yeah. afternoon, after after we had lunch. Best part. Oh, uh, yeah, tell us about that. Oh, great. Um, I'm going to tiptoe very lightly. Um, so yeah, after the presentation, we broke uh, into groups 
and each group kind of got to uh, talk with uh, someone on the dev team. And I think that's all I'm going to say there. I was in the same group with Rick. <laughs> and <laughs> it, yeah. it, it is weird trying to like, <laughs> it's, no, no, I, I, I get it. It's hard on the fly trying to like, trying to think like, what am I allowed to say? What, 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 what should I say? Uh, what's going to get me or someone else in trouble? I mean, I can, I can already see Cart in chat absolutely panicking already at you two. So, you know, just, so, just do tread carefully. Don't want to be at the scene of the car. Yeah, let's just go to Friday. No, 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 no. no, 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 no this because, like, I, I think this is, this has an important takeaway, too, at the end, where um, they had little breakout groups uh, scheduled for uh, most people, I think. And, yeah, we... Mm-hmm. Divided up, where we got one on one on one time, or not one on one time, but you know, like small group time with um, you know devs or community managers. Um, I got in a group with Darian and Stuart, and it was the the whole focus of that little mini focus group was, uh, you know, hey, like imagine Clash in twenty twenty seven, which would be the fifteen year anniversary. Like, how do you see the game? Uh, what is driving players away what is going to keep them playing that long and yeah we got to sit in there with uh some really big some really big names uh in the game too i was kind of <laughs> i was kind of wondering what the hell i was doing in that room i know obviously you can't talk details here but did you feel like you were being listened to as in genuinely listened to when you were giving whatever feedback you were being asked about yes very much so yeah it, it wasn't just almost an exercise for them they it was actually constructive so one of the one of the things that we kept hearing too is like the, what's valuable to Supercell in flying everyone out there is is that one on one feedback time and having having that discussion with people who are you know like really passionate about the game but on but on the outside. Yep. Us as as players and content creators have a different perspective than just people who are constantly you know inside the code and working on the game. Hearing our feedback in in that like personal. Um, face-to-face conversation kind of forum is really said. They had a bunch of different groups about a bunch of different games. There was API stuff, there was future of the game stuff, and they were really interested in hearing our opinions, asking us as many questions as we were asked, just to make sure that they're on track. We, we had dinner that night, and we, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Spencer and I uh, <laughs> pulled aside one of the devs, and <laughs> man, we just badgered him with questions for like three hours. No, it was like five hours. He sat down. It was a really nice dinner. They like were serving yeah, us at the table. They kept bringing food. It was great. Yeah, wow. it was like r- beef tartare, and it was a fancy dinner. Tartare. Yeah, but yeah, we, like we we made it back over there at like five and just sat down, started you know started um, drinking a little beer. Then they had just giant coolers of beer everywhere, and <laughs> sat sat down, started talking talking to this guy, talked to through dinner and then a couple hours after dinner yeah we were like the last ones to leave what was really cool though is again just like seeing how interested he was in in our feedback and then hearing um hearing all the different perspectives that 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 he brought to the table he was one of the newer guys they doubled the size of their team in the last uh in the last year so hearing like his perspective as a newer person in Purcell and the directions they're gonna that they want to take the game. Yeah, was there anything about that conversation you wanted to share, Spencer? Nothing outside the fact that it was probably my favorite part of the whole trip. Is there anything 
rather interesting you can share from that conversation that nope. <laughs> okay it was all about the future so it was nothing yeah nothing that okay yeah. you, you guys are terrible hey i ain't trying to get in trouble over here <laughs> i'm trying to frame things and like and fi- figure out ways that that i can share what it was about these talks that that, that has me so excited for the for the future clash there are certain things in the update that like I, I I questioned at first and it was really valuable to be able to immediately like ask those kind of questions mm-hmm. and then and then you know hear the answer too like uh, one of the things that I, I walked away from that conversation with a better understanding of was you know like the value in you know games are monetized and 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 what aspects of it are monetized clash has always been a fairly you know free to play friendly game and it it still will be and just hearing how important that was to them was very reassuring uh and also just seeing how they draw those lines between play friendly and still needing to monetize monetize new features of the game to keep long term mm-hmm. and i know one of the one of the best things that i heard him definitely um it's not about designing features that will make designing features that are fun first and foremost because i don't remember the, the exact quote but he said something basically in the lawns along of you know, like fun is fun is how you earn money in a game so the fact that they're focusing on making it an enjoyable experience and making it you know a, a rewarding experience whether you want to get through it faster or not it, i don't know like it, it was it was very reassuring about some of the some of the questions i had about the specifics of the update yeah Okay, right then. Well, tell us. So, outside of your little grubby backroom deals, what was being at Worlds like? Was it fun? Yeah. So that was day three or Sunday. Yeah. 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 Friday, Saturday, Sunday were the finals. First bus out. Um, pull up to the arena, and we walk in, and it's. See, I thought it was going to be same or similar arena as last year. But they went a completely uh, different direction with it. I don't know if you guys saw my post uh, comparing the two, but they're actually insanely different. It was crazy to see how different that they they built that arena, knowing it was in the exact same space that it was last year. We went in through the same door, and like the second you go in that door, everything was different about it. Yeah, it it had a lot uh, more of a modern feel to it. Less cozy. It was huge. I, I saw people calling it. It, it. Yeah, it felt really massive, really open, uh, but pretty simplistic. I would have preferred the arena last year, but this year was still incredible. Yeah, so last year they kind of tried to put you in the Clash universe, didn't they? Like it was all green. There, you know, there was loads of decorations, and it was cool like that. This year more modern like it looks more like a typical esports arena i would say do, do either of you have any like strong preferences what what would if they for the third year or i guess obviously not the third year but the third year of uh comparison what would you encourage them to do next year it just kind of felt like any other esports venue it was really like, don't get me wrong it was really nice really modern really sleek but um i feel like you know supercell is top of the top they should go outside the box and, and continue really using the the ideas they used for that first year venue. But it's at the end of the day, it's just a venue. It's not a huge deal, but yeah. uh, I'm just seeing my preference here. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just like a set for a, for a production. So I know last year was, it felt smaller last year 
just because you, like you you come in the door and you like walk through like this clashy aesthetic. You go up a huge set of stairs and come down over grass and rocks everywhere, and then you come basically through a tunnel out into the arena. And it was it felt like it, it didn't feel small, but uh, this like this year definitely felt bigger. Uh, whereas this year you came through the and it was just wide open. It's huge. They had these, you know, the black and white boxes everywhere. No. Wow, that's very generous. Uh, a lot more seating in in the stands. I don't know. It was, but it was cool. Like it's. Uh, I think a lot of differences were were driven by the fact that they didn't have as long to set up as they did last year. So they went just like, hey, let's make it sleek, modern, because it's what they can get done. But I think they did a great job. Yeah, it was it was really nice. I was I was telling Rick um, while we were in the venue, you know. Last year was kind of the first year they they really did clash fast, and so they learned what to improve from last year this year. So this year was better, and then they're going to use what they learned this year to make even next year better. So I I feel like it's just going to get better as as we move on. Yeah, awesome. So I know we kind of kind of cut the arena there, but uh, as for the actual attacks, uh, which team were you, were you guys rooting for, and did that change throughout the that's really fun. the yeah. weekend? Yeah. So the first night I was there. Way even before uh, the tournament started, Carbonfin was it? Car- yeah, Carbonfin went up to me, and he because he was handing out these pins to to represent what team, and he was like, "Which one do you want?" And at that moment, I was not rooting for any team, um, but I I didn't want to like expose myself, so I was like, "Oh, uh, give me!" And then I I was looking in the box, I I only recognized one logo. I was like, "Give me that oh, Clash Champs logo," and he gave me the Clash Champs pin. And so I, I got to uh, root for them the weekend, and they actually ended up winning. Rook, how about yourself? Yeah, coming into it, um, like Clash Champs is cool, just because uh, you know, like it's because you know it's sponsored by like a member of the creator community, so it kind of feels like we were predisposed to to be cheering for them. And you know, mm-hmm. they they were a solid team. Uh, a lot of people in the arena were there for Revive. Uh, the 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 team. Like I think surprised everyone was the was the Chinese team Super BLTX. Oh, yeah. I think everyone just yeah. had basically dismissed them, and then yeah, they, absolutely. They won. They yeah, like they they won that first war, and and it wasn't like close even. Uh, they they think they beat early attacks early on, right? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I know it was kind of shocking, and then they and then they beat a couple more teams too. Uh, it was it definitely that was the surprise. For me, out of all that, yeah, I would like to issue a correction there from Godly that they it wasn't a walk in the park in the first war. It was actually a twelve twelve victory on percents, but I think they did definitely win another war after that with a larger margin. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. In the final, though, I did want Repotted to win. Uh, I didn't think they were yeah. going to. I was I was crossing my fingers for it. Yeah, I feel like during the, that last match, a lot of the audience was just rooting for uh, Repotted Gaming there. Um, even though we all kind of knew they wouldn't win, we just were really hoping that they would pull through and, and get that victory. Was it just because they were underdogs, so everyone kind of naturally yeah. gravitated towards them? Yeah. Yep. Yep. The Clash Champs team had some like very decisive wins. They straight up crushed some teams, and... Repotted, like all repotted wins up to that point didn't really feel they were overwhelming wins. It was, it felt like it was a lot of close wars. Oh, yeah. Um, and they they, kind of squeaked by in. So I know I didn't have a whole lot of confidence, you know, like they'd be able to beat Clash Champs twice in a row. But, uh, you know, it's hard to Mm -hmm. say Clash Champs didn't earn it. 
they dominated teams. They had at least they had one perfect war. They were one of the two one of the two teams there that had a perfect war. Yeah, they took it straight. They took it straight to the end. Uh, they definitely earned that win. Yeah, well, was there was there a good amount of celebration some in the end? I mean, I did notice they managed to snap the trophy in half, which I uh, <laughs> found quite funny. Inside the arena, it didn't feel too didn't feel too exciting. There was, you know, a, a, a small group of, you know, like obviously the Clash Champs guys and a lot of other creators that were all sitting together were ha- having a huge celebration too. Mm-hmm. I don't. Most of the rest of the arena kind of it felt like they were less than excited. I think it was a lot of them were, you know, like the people there for Tribe, another German team, or the, you know, mm-hmm. obviously the people were potted and and Navi, and they were just, you know, like everyone was polite and and celebrating too, but it didn't feel as it didn't feel as like electric in the atmosphere as it did when when Navi won last year. It was funny to see like how the meta had emerged into into the finals too. It was probably one of the more diverse like attack wise world finals that, that we'd seen in in a long time. Yeah, I mean if you think back to the Town 15, uh, sorry Town 14 worlds, it was almost exclusively Lalo, right? It was constant barrages of Lalo and while they were impressive to watch did get a bit repetitive. I think every single team seemed to bring their own flair. I mean, uh, the Chinese team, Sat BLTX, they used a lot of um, Sinky Goblins for the Town Hall, which kind of had fallen out of the meta more recently, but they used it a lot. There were quite a lot of Super Archer Blimps at the same time. There were lots of Hogs. There's a bit of Lalo in there. Yeah, there was a real wide variety. Was there any teams that really kind of stood out to you and you thought, wow, that they, they've got some interesting attacks? I was surprised that Tribe had so many Super Dragon attacks. I haven't watched. Um, I didn't watch a lot of Tribe Wars le- in the in the year leading up to it, but it felt like that was really like nearly all that Tribe did was Super Drags, and obviously didn't super work out for them either. I mean, they did get one perfect war to be fair to them, uh, but yes, then they came crashing out. They they did have a lot of success with them too. Like most of their attacks were you know, the the ones that didn't work out were still there was a lot of high percent, very high percentage two stars. Yeah. Godly posted a lot of the stats that she had collected through through watching that too, and so the the three biggest attack styles that we saw were were super barbs, lalo, super drags, and and titans, and those four a counter percent of of everything that we saw. Like twin hogs was the next. Um, but yeah, super barbs are super barbs in law were twenty seven percent respectively. But then even think, just compare that to last year, the amount of Lalo attacks there would have been, like the percentage would have been way harder, uh, higher. So it is quite nice to see a bit more diversity. Also saw as those stats reflect, fifteen point seven percent of attacks had a skelly donut in. I did, I did notice they always uh, drew some good applause from the crowd as they are always incredibly risky so it's quite fun to see players kind of make it yeah. more exciting doing attacks like that there were a lot of like more donuts that took that took town halls down and it's i know it, mm. it's it's really it was interesting to see the variety of openers that that were there you know all the all the different blimps and not just like it it, it was it's it's weird to watch so many town hall 15 attacks in a row and see like absolutely nothing that i that i'm keeping people are doing something you know like i i don't i don't do donuts i don't do big big long queen walks yeah the town hall 15 meta has really it's all about the heroes mm, definitely especially with it's, those like super barb attacks i mean it's really about keeping the heroes alive yeah and it's just like 
it i know it's it's funny to see like the the bulk of an army you know if you're bringing 30 30 some super barbs uh you know that's the, uh, half half your army space and it's all dedicated to like funneling your heroes slowly and carefully. Mm. Did Worlds gonna make you maybe more interested in esports? Because I know you're not exactly an avid watcher of competitive wars. Do you think kind of just seeing the like you said the kind of skill level, which is just a, just a bit beyond you, kind of will make you more interested to watch those kind of level of, levels of wars just on YouTube throughout the year? no um it it makes me want to go play more um and not, not right. so much that like, is like, also like a good thing. yeah yeah like i'm i don't think i'm gonna be more interested in watching it as a sport but i am more interested in in learning and and doing yeah it. What, what about you spencer you're the guy who doesn't watch and doesn't attack or at least the least out of us three yeah what was it like spencer seeing the game being played <laughs> It's, he's so embarrassed. He just Spencer, you are muted. If you are actually here, if you just run away and uh, Oops, I did oh, not know I was yeah, muted. There we go. Yeah, I was, I was talking. Uh, and yeah, so right now, and for the last few years, all I all I've been doing is spamming a drags and super drags when they were actually really good. Um, and so sitting there and watching it, uh, watching all the attacks, watching how they how how they do everything with their heroes, I actually feel like I learned a lot um about attacking and maybe even just by watching i i feel like maybe i could improve um not like an e-drag attack but i feel like i could really understand how attacks work if i try to uh, try new strategies did it tempt you to maybe bump up to two, two attacks per day now or are we still sticking with the one uh still sticking to the uh, half of one if any at half of one, you do half an attack. Wow. No, I feel like I attack once every other day, maybe. But I'm always online. The the, the other interesting stat, too, is um, that the double rage towers were used on 88% of all bases. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm. Before, they weren't like that. It was actually, the most popular was rage invis, uh, taking a third of it, and then rage raids taking another third of it. But this year's it was nearly 90% double rage. Which was a, a huge difference. And j- yeah. Just remember, like when 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 Tunnel Fifteen was new, we all thought Rage Towers like it's the it's the one you get a level yep. one. It's the worst. Yep. Like you know, they nerfed it ten. They nerfed literally it, my know, thought. ten or twenty percent or whatever they did. And you're like, eh, who cares? You know, like no one uses Rage Towers anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just another big difference between you know base building for you know the randos who attack you and Masters Two CWL versus you know the top of the top. Well, yeah, that's what I was about to say. I think, especially I noticed this even just in the difference of being in low legends and slightly higher legends or being in, say, champ CWL, is that, like, often lower bases seem to use a lot of poison and invis towers because to a maybe less experienced player, an invis tower can really trip them up, right? I mean, there are lots of kind of troll bases that are made near the start of Tower 15, you know, like with a center town hall with two invis towers or something just to kind of bait people who were just unprepared for them. And the same kind of went with the poison. You know, it was a thing that slowed all your troops down, damaged them, made things hell. Yeah, it feels like they were, they can catch out a less experienced player more. But I guess with the pros, they can all plan adequately to deal with those kind of spell towers. They're predictable. Whereas if you have a rage tower, I mean, 
you can't really plan around that aside from just bringing lots of freezes to stop the defenses absolutely destroying you. And mm-hmm. I think with the emergence of the kind of twin hog meta as well, when um Super Hog Riders came out and they were being used in conjunction with regular Hog Riders, and obviously a Rage Scatter or a Rage Multi can shred them to bits. And the same goes for a Lalo attack, for example. I think just having a pure amount of increased damage is just something you can't really work around, you just had to kind of accept it, whereas Poison or Envis, you can plan around it more and kind of negate it, whereas you can't really do that for a Rage Tower. It reminded me a lot of old school Town Hall 9 in Town Hall 8, where you had to, um, which is largely hogs way back in the day, but you had to like find and pre-trigger the, where the double giant bombs were. So you saw a lot of people, you know, exploiting rage towers that had been already triggered and not recharged yet. I, I think it was just one single base that had like double poison. I remember uh, whoever was casting that one, like had called it out as like probably a mistake. They're like, oh, like I wonder yes, if this I is the wrong that. base that they that, that they had put up. <laughs> I can't actually remember if I ended up defending or not, but yeah, I do remember one of the casts saying that. I mean, I guess to kind of take the opinion of us which are not pro players do you what what spell towers kind of scare you guys the most do you panic when you see a rage tower or do you panic when you not see a spell tower uh invis tower i mean what, what yeah so whenever i see an invis tower on a town hall i i automatically skip that base i know you could just freeze it but with e-drags i swear a chain lightning will go straight to that invis tower before my blimp reaches it the town hall and i'm just i'm just oh, screwed yeah. that the rest of the attack yeah, I know. Like, it really just depends on the attack I'm doing at, at the time too. I I try and change up and use a lot of different stuff when I'm practicing for war. So there's nothing that like I won't hard avoid, but uh, you know, definitely like depending on the day, like seeing rage t- in a real thick box base kind of kind of core. Like a lot of times that just sucks, and I know I'm not gonna do good just yeah. because I'm having. You know, like I don't have any way to 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 deal with it with the army I'm bringing to Legends that day. But like in in war though, like nothing really scares me off. You just have to change how you how you're gonna approach those bases. And like poison near the near the town hall. Like I, you know, a a lot of my attacks have been you know over the last year have been super archer blimps, and that one always is annoying if you know you can't like avoid it with a high probability. Those those are the ones I'd say I probably avoid the most. Yeah, de- definitely some, I guess, surprising stats for a lot of people, that spell tower usage, but I guess people more in tune with the pro scene probably weren't too shocked to see that. Uh, so is there anything, any other big things you want to point out about your trip? If not, I'm going to start probing you with questions and hoping you accidentally let something slip. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, I, I got nothing I want to add right now off the top of my head. Okay, well, my first question to try extract something from you. Uh, which I hope works, but for your sakes, I hope doesn't, is what did you learn? Uh, what was like uh, the coolest thing you learned that you didn't know before? And do pick your words oh, carefully gosh. here without incriminating yourself. Oh, gosh. I gotta think. I guess maybe think about more how maybe supercellers run or their approach to game design, kind of that sort of thing, rather than content-specific, because obviously anything you say about content will probably land you into a lot of hmm, I, I should have prepared these questions beforehand. I was about to say, I would have hoped you would have <laughs> at least thought about it. God, I've just come from this amazing trip. What was... Oh, gosh. No, I mean, I, I learned a lot of, like, technical stuff that I didn't know before. You know, in 
my mind list, like asking every question I could think of. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, like um, it was a couple a couple weeks ago. Oh, oh no, it was right at the end of right at the end of the Halloween event too. We had where was that day where Legends was just royally screwed up. Uh, so I got to ask Stuart like, hey, like what was that about? What happened? <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, and like so you know hearing like the a lot of the technical reasons why those glitches happen and, and aren't caught was interesting and it makes me a lot more sympathetic for when it you know for, for when that stuff does actually happen and, and get through yeah no i i guess everyone kind of launches into vines abuse of supercell whenever stuff like that happens but you know i'm sure they're trying their best mm-hmm. spencer anything anything interesting you learned on your trip you know supercell is is a massive company um, but when you're there and you're talking to the employees, it just it doesn't feel like a, a, a huge company or or very businessy at all. Um, mm. All the all the employees that I met were just super nice. Some of them knew who I was, like right after looking at me, and I was like, "What? No shot." But um, yeah, it, it kind of just felt like a a massive friend friendly hangout, a massive party the entire time, uh, which was really nice when you're there and you get to see everyone face to face and, and talk to people about things they're passionate about. Yeah. I don't know. It, yeah, it, mm-hmm. it definitely humanized Supercell a lot more for me, you know, um, last year and this year, even more so. Yeah. So I guess continue on the theme of le- uh, learning things from this trip. Uh, do you think there was any experience that will kind of help you with actually being a Reddit mod? Cause of course, I guess a lot of people could ask why on earth, are a bunch of losers who moderate the Reddit being flown out to Finland, all expenses paid, and given a bunch of lovely meals and opportunities to chat with the Clash of Clans devs. Uh, so go on, tell us why on oh, earth yeah. is spending money on you? Yeah, so I actually want to answer this one first. I am very active on the subreddit. I post a lot and remove a lot of posts, and, and so I really see the community, and I feel like I know the community likes Backman. I know everyone the the grand opinion of things from the community as far as the game goes and so in a lot of discussions uh when there were other creators there i feel like i kind of had more of an insight into the general um opinion of things in the game whereas other creators didn't um and that was actually really helpful especially during that first dinner when the one of the devs was just asking um kind of what we thought and i i got to bring in the community too yeah, well, so we have Spencer, man of the people. Rick, what about you? It's really valuable building like relationships uh, with with people there too. So we can, um, you know, obviously with Darian, who we got to agree to come do an AMA after the update. So everyone can look forward to that. But yeah, just being able to put faces to names, um, not just with Supercell, but with everyone else in the creator community as well. Yeah, just. Yeah, just build building relationships is probably the most valuable thing. Oh yeah, I shook probably a thousand hands on that trip. Wow, yeah, that, that is quite a stat. Um, and I guess oh, I see there are so many questions I want to ask you and get really into it, but obviously you can't say much. But in the most vague terms possible, what are your kind of thoughts on the direction of Clash for next year? And don't just say you're well. Yeah, say what you can. Really happy with it. Based off, they know what they're doing. That's all I'm going to say. Rick, do you feel confident? Because I, I know, obviously, you, I, I'm assuming, saw 
a similar thing last year uh, in terms of what 2023 is going to look like. Do you feel more excited, more confident, more enthusiastic this time? Yes, definitely. So, like last last year, you know, I, I came out really strongly in favor of Town Hall 15 and everything that was going to bring because I'd seen like the, the one of the only complaints about Town Hall 14 that it was too easy. And you know, when we got to look at the monolith and spell towers, too, we're like, okay, cool, like this is going to be a real challenge. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, and you know, like they 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 laid out their plan too, um, for you know up until, but uh, this year I. I am still confident, not just them addressing like one problem, but a lot of the stuff they're doing this year is going to be addressed. The different complaints that we've heard about Town Hall, uh, not just about Town Hall 15, but about, you know, like larger aspects of the game too. But there's a lot of extra bodies there now too to start knocking out a lot of the stuff that they've just put off for far too long. So I think, I think we're going to get a lot of that stuff in 2024 as well. Um, I guess kind of on the flip side of things you're excited about, which seem to be plentiful, is there anything which kind of made you uh, a bit nervous or that made you think, oh, that's not it, or just anything oh, that yeah. you're just not at, overall that excited for? Seeing stuff, um, I, I was kind of already able to predict <laughs> how some dumb people in the community are going to react and i know <laughs> like the type of posts i'm going to see a million times of people not fully informed about stuff and just assuming things so i was like oh i'm gonna to have to deal with this uh for a while and i actually said to rick like we should we should get some pre-written answers we could copy and paste um <laughs> yeah so i don't know like i it's it's hard to judge it without seeing like w w without having my hands on it and seeing the full finished product you know and how it's going to interact with everyone and what what comes out of me like the balance balance is always really hard to guess at uh, ahead of time so you know like is the new stuff going to be balanced uh is you know where like where the hit rate's going to land i i don't know but i'm you know like i'm confident that it's it's going to be their focus and they're gonna they're really trying to shift it in a direction that's healthy for the game there are you know there are things i that i do have reservations about um which obviously like we'll get into on the you know on in in the update episode too and hopefully yeah. by then we have a better idea uh, of how it's going to be but uh, these are all things that we had the opportunity to to bring up uh every time i raised a concern it was uh you know, I I think someone actually listened and and took what we were saying seriously and had a, a satisfying response to it as as well. So without, I mean, I know that's probably not, um, like I don't know, like uh, I'll. I mean, you're you're restricted here, right? Yeah, like I I'm I'm optimistic. Okay, well, I think that kind of mostly wraps up all the annoying questions I had for you to try and get stuff from me. I'm sure everyone listening is extremely disappointed that you managed not to slip. Uh but congratulations. Should we move on to things that we all can talk about, which is Hammer Jam. So that has started uh a few days ago. Um, and can someone tell me what Hammer Jam means? That's actually pretty debatable in the community. <laughs> is it? Especially before it launched. Yeah, a lot of people were, were like, 
oh, why isn't it half off heroes or why isn't it half off time for everything? Mm. Um, I saw that a lot. And then I saw some people saying, oh, well, it used to be that. And, and then that's when I thought, well, you know, they should just make it very simple and do half off everything, time, cost. Sure, that's a little OP, but it's only for two weeks. And it's always before a new tunnel level. So come on, give us give us a little bit more fun. Yeah, I mean, I didn't realize yeah. that hero levels, uh, that heroes weren't included in Hammer Jam, as Liam has now just put in chat to remind <laughs> me. Don't worry, I'm, 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 I, I confess this myself. I don't need you to uh, try and embarrass me because it doesn't work. Um, I didn't realize that heroes weren't included in Hammer Jam. I think someone even mod mailed saying about, like, oh, there's a bug that heroes aren't included. I was like, oh, you should make a post about that until someone points out to be that no, no, that, that's intentional, which is kind of surprising because you think heroes would be one of the things that, you know, because I guess Hammer Jam is designed to get people up to speed before a new town hall drops. And you feel like heroes would be one thing that some people might be lagging on, right? Because there are so many levels. Oh, yeah. It takes a long time. means you can't use your heroes. People put it off. Lost star clicks. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I was honestly quite surprised that they weren't included. Yeah, it's it's disappointing because um, heroes were included in in hammer jams of of the past. Were they? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm not going mad. That's good. Yeah, like it's the most important part of your offense too. And like there were conversations on hero upgrade times and using heroes during war, and you know lots of lot lots of things that the community has a problem with too. So it, it's disappointing that they removed like the hero that, that they removed heroes out of hammer jam too because supercell and be strong and have strong heroes obviously you know because it's going to encourage you to use hero books but you know also because like that's how you game too so you know i would really love to see them find ways to to, to speed up hero progression and, and i hope that comes yeah i think it is probably a missed opportunity though albeit one that was almost definitely intentional uh any other news we're kind of missing? Oh, of course. What have you guys picked? Are you Team Trees or Team Cs? Team Cs all the way. Team Cs all the way. I agree. Rick? Spencer told me to pick Trees to hedge our bets and, you know, in case there's like creator, right. uh, in case there's creator stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I, I do like the I do pig pen, I guess. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm talking myself into it. Uh, I picked it because of the duck. I saw the duck. I was in love. There we go, Team C's. Yeah, the duck was just really cute. I didn't like the uh, the the color of the pen. The the gray, uh, was a brownish, light tan color. I mean, I guess it's an earth theme, but I'm still not quite sure. Sh- I'm still not quite sure what pigs have to do with trees. To be completely honest, <laughs> um, but yeah. I mean, if they gave you a tree deco, we already have trees that spawn in our village. You know. Yeah, but it could have been a cool. It, it, it is really weird too because like a a lot of the cause of deforestation is like you know for farmland. So I don't know what <laughs> oh, adding no. like adding like a pig pen into it was supposed to be. It seems like backwards to me, but I don't know. Yeah, clearly something that maybe wasn't thought about that much. And um, there was also pretty big news that wasn't really supposed to be news. Um, we we had a maintenance break and something actually slipped through the maintenance. Uh, super minor balance change. I don't want to call it a nerf, even though it's it's kind of a nerf. But there is a, a more of a, a balance change. What are your thoughts? See, am, am I am I right in saying that Supercell still said nothing about this? No, not that I've seen. I am so paranoid that this is our fault. Oh, oh gosh. 
Yeah, because we are the only people in the world who have ever talked about Superman. Is that fair enough? No, no. It's just it's it's like the timing thing of it. Like obviously, like super miners getting nerfed isn't our fault, and it was always going to happen. Like we said it for a while ago, but just like timing wise, uh, <laughs> we were last night um, after at finals. There's a big like uh, after party dinner, uh, and sitting around talking to people, and it was you know myself, Ninja, Spencer, others just chatting with Stuart uh, for a while, and then like I I, I just said. Um, I said, hey, like, w- so when are you going to nerf super miners? And Stuart kind of like, eh, you <laughs> oh, know. Oh, no. Like, it, he's like, I don't know, you know, like, yeah, at some point, you know, whatever. And then we we, we hop on a plane the, the you know, six hours later, and I land yep. in, you know, it was Germany or Denver when I saw it. And then Spencer's texting me, like, like they nerfed super miners last night. And because, like, mm-hmm. I, I was just, I was making a ton of jokes, like, straight straight to Stuart, like, I said, dude, I've never done more capital hits faster. Yeah, yeah. And using super miners is, like, what was the other thing I said? I was like, using super miners is the best way to not play the game. Exactly. Oh my god! <laughs> it just how we were all joking you, about it. But... <laughs> how much did yeah. you drunk by this point? They they woke up in the morning and just immediately nerfed super miners. Gosh. So I am like half paranoid. I'm like, dang, <laughs> like was, was that my fault? Well, the reason why I don't think, um, because I feel like they completely didn't intend on that going through on maintenance because they never announced it anywhere. And I don't even think they still have announced it anywhere. I know, like it was always coming. (laughs) Yeah. How did it, how did I find out? Well, um, I was sitting at the London Heathrow airport for a seven hour layover you know, and oh, I was just modding the subreddit, uh, keep refreshing the new, and someone posted saying, I think super miners were nerfed. And they showed a screenshot of the new stats. And so I pulled up the wiki, and the wiki had a different stat. And so I, I go and I message one of the devs. I say, hey, I, I think a super miner nerf slipped through. And then they didn't confirm or deny it. They just sent me um, the stats of the balance change. And so I quickly made a graphic and posted it online. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not taking the blame for this. You were there. Ninja was there. <laughs> lots of people were there. But yeah, what are your thoughts on the balance change itself? I haven't tested them yet, honestly. I like I've been distracted doing other stuff. I haven't even done a done a new friendly challenge with them. Uh, I know people in the chat are saying it's they're they're getting less one shots, which is probably good, honestly. Eh, you know, like they they, they were too yeah. strong and, and they were too easy. Like it's it's. That's just kind of like an objective thing to say. Like, I'm going to, if, if they really are done, I'm going to miss them. I'm still going to try. You know, if I have mm-hmm. to do, you know, three hits on some districts now with them, it's still the easiest thing to quickly do. So we'll see. That gets us through most of the things you'd wanted to talk about. If, uh, if any of you guys hanging out in chat have questions you want to ask, uh, I would love to answer um, yeah. anything that you can. Uh, we'll see if we can get Spencer talking uh, and get me to shut up a little bit. <laughs> Let's go. And uh, hold on. So um, this is this is something like uh, this is fun little useless information too that I had. But oh, um, uh, Sam, Sam, do you know how many troops there are in the game? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I don't know why I said so it, like, it, I know that. Of course I don't. Yeah, so um, I, I, I don't either, but if you sat down and just like started counting them up, you know, on your fingers or whatever, like went through, yeah, I uh, just, just went through them all. 
uh, you are wrong uh, because okay. uh, one of the one of the cool little random things we learned too was that um, technically, um, you know, like in a very very technical sense, uh, the defensive ice golem and defensive super minion are different troops in the game. They just have right. one stat. They just have like a one stat change, but the game the, the game reads them as different troops. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's your fun little bit of gotcha yeah, trivia. That's that's great. I mean, it's better than the Clash Clans trivia they had going during the World's live stream. But one of the questions was which of these is uh, not a home village troop, and it was something like oh yeah, uh, two, two actual troops. Like, I don't know barbarian archer. It wasn't that, but as an example, and then it was um, electro owl. And Electro Wizards, and obviously, fifty percent of people picked Electro Wizards as that is not a troop in the game. But apparently, the correct answer was Electro Owl. Now, technically, also true because it's a pet, not a troop. But um, yeah. that definitely got people a little bit uh, raising their eyebrows to see Electro Wizards is not really a troop funny. and does not exist in Clash of Clans. Um, someone asked, "Are you more excited for twenty twenty four now that you were for twenty twenty three?" Um, yeah, like I said before, I feel like they know what to improve on, and it's just going to keep getting better. So I'm really looking forward to 2024 Clash Fest. I'm so freaking excited yeah. for for all the changes coming in this next update. It's going to be so fun. Everyone's going to freaking love it. I am I I am excited for you guys to find out. Like I'm not just excited. Someone asked, did Supercell talk in more detail about the upcoming social UI changes? Um, no comment there. I cannot confirm nor deny anything. Just don't, don't even read the question. Don't even read the question. You're, you're already. Well, thinking I, it's I don't want to feel like people are getting ignored here. No, you. But yeah, you, you, I'm obviously not going to say There's a reason. What we can probably say is, I hope uh, that I like. There were a bunch of people who brought up like some some of the UI changes, and. We we got a big a big lesson in, in how games evolve through the years and just where yeah. where game like the, there are standards now uh, in 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 mobile gaming that did not exist when Clash was originally designed and uh, a lot of that's just getting Clash up to speed with there but I don't know like I'm 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 confident that they're 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 gonna figure it out. And All you know, right. Social changes too. I don't know if I I don't know if I heard anything. Maybe you had different conversations than me. I don't know. Right, well, thank you all for listening to this very, I'm sure, aggravating pod where you are waiting and waiting to hear something, <laughs> and yet you didn't. So hopefully, in the next two weeks, we can come back with something more substantial, and Rick and Spencer can finally uh, unleash all this information they know. But uh, until then, you're going to have to hang oh, tight, yeah. enjoy Hammer Jam. Rick's already gone, good to see. He's nope. out, like a, out like a lightning bolt. Um, no, I just... But um, no, like we got to announce our next episode. We can't say when. Yes, um, it's going to be an incredible episode. Yeah. So we. You're going to love it. I don't actually know if you're going to love it. One of, my, one of the favorite creators uh, I'm, I met two years ago and we hung out with, as well as Clash Bashing, who has yes. uh, generously offered to, to come back and join us for our update day episode. It'll, it'll be the last day of Sneak Peeks, is, is when we're going to do that. So can't announce the date as of yet but we are going to go through that is that's the day where all the town hall 16 the update stuff uh give you guys recommendations mm-hmm. day one upgrades what's important how to use it we'll get into all the new metas that we think are gonna are gonna come out all the info that you guys really want yep. you can be live here on the discord server with clash bashing 
and answering a billion questions, uh, going through the update bit by bit, everything you guys need to know. Very excited to do that and look be on the lookout for the announcement uh, when we make that. Uh, yeah, we'll see you guys all then. Uh, all right, you guys, say bye. Wait, bye, I, I want to give out shout-outs. Oh, no one cares. Three <laughs> shout-outs. For once, I actually want to do shout-outs. Okay, shout, okay. My first shout-out goes to Ninja. I got to hang out with him, and he was a lot of fun I'm to be sorry, around to talk with. Um, shout out to Clash Bashing, who me and Rick did an uh, an uh, a little event with him, and we had so much fun. Um, he's such a great, genuine guy. Use code Bash if you're ever going to buy anything. And third shout out goes to I, I don't know his name. I'm very sorry, but <laughs> the Clash of Stats guy who um, <laughs> went to the bar with me both nights. He was a lot of fun to hang around. He's such a personality, and I I really like spending time with everyone there. Poor guy, you went to the bar with him. You never even asked yeah. his name. I mean, it starts with an A, right? I just I don't want to butcher it. Sam, do you have any shout outs? Ah, uh, not really. I mean, it was great fun watching Worlds last weekend. I think all the cast did a great job, and including Darian, who yes. uh, stepped up this year, which I thought was very impressive. So shout out to all the casters who actually I didn't have a single complaint about any of the casters, which I haven't been able to say in the previous years. So well done, guys. You oh. did great. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. Um, also, Rick, get a new mic. Yeah. Or get new internet. Whatever it is, just fix it. M- move house Man. if you need to. Dude, if it's really that bad, like, that's going to that's gonna kill me editing this. <laughs> You'd have to re record yeah. all your you lines. Are, you are going to be drinking while editing this. Otherwise, oh, you're not uh, making like, yeah, yeah. yeah, you guys could have said something like earlier. We did. We did. <laughs> no, no, you, you oh, well. let me ramble for so long. Like you told me you like disconnected a while, but you didn't say it's been choppy. Um, oh well, I, I'm just glad I'm not the editor. Mm. This, is liter- this is literally like why we <laughs> hang out and do mic checks before, and you guys were like, "No, you sound fine. You sound good." Yeah, yeah, I mean, sound- in that moment, yeah, you did. Yeah. You sounded fine. You sounded fine. You then didn't sound fine later on. Yeah. And and I see I right. see zero messages about it telling me to fix my stuff because we told you on here right I'm done with this and card set in chat too <laughs> let's uh we, we can end it here let's go uh, team yeah. trees let's, let's go. go yeah team C's all the way team team, team C's.